Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday with Jason and Barry. Hey, it's another Real Talk episode. But we're still two dudes drinking booze, so don't worry, it doesn't get all that warm and fuzzy. Enjoy! Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday. It is the show where two guys have two shots. For 22 minutes, we talk about the world events that mean something to you or should. I'm Jason Riley. With me, as always, my co-pilot on this crazy flight, Barry T. Nixon. Yes, indeed. Jay, it's great to see you, and uh, it's good to be back again with our listeners. And you want to tell them what's going on, though? It's kind of a special day. Absolutely. Now, for our listeners, this is regular time has passed since the last episode and this episode, but for us, only a few days have passed because this is a, an unprecedented Friday evening record, and not only are we recording right now, Friday, July 30th at 5.30 p.m., but once we're done here, I'm going to your condo, to the newsroom, and we're going to spend time together, and uh, I'm going to see firsthand, and I'm so excited for this, the 4K experience that you've been talking to our listeners about. <laughs> yes, probably ad nauseum. They're probably tired of hearing about <laughs> it, but I'm glad that you're finally going to get a chance to, to witness it, uh, you know, to see that lava come bubbling up on the screen and the grasses and the undersea adventure. It's all coming right right to the brain. It's amazing. I can't wait for you to see it. I'm very excited for this. So yeah. but before we even do that, we've got a whole show and this show is very exciting. It absolutely is. We have some unfinished business from uh, earlier, uh, which would be, I guess, last week. Uh, yeah. We still have some more questions submitted, but from executive producer, Linda LeBrun. So I'm going to, she made my life easy, Jay. And so I'm going to go ahead and continue the list that we only got part the way through. Great. So and I've got a couple <laughs> questions for you as well. I got some okay. real talk for you. Some real talk. It's about so, time. You know, it really is about time. Every once in a while, we have real talk on the show. So I thought I'll put together some real talk questions. Okay. Should, should, do you want to just dive in with the real talk? It seems like you, I, you know, you, <laughs> from I the think, look on your face, you're pretty serious here with this real yeah, talk. Or, it's very important. Very um, important. I think we should probably do a shot first if we're going to uh, dive that's right a good in. idea. Okay. For shot number one, Jay. I think you already know what it's going to be, but I'm going to say it anyway. Bush Mills, Black Bush. What have you got? Perfect. And I'm doing classic Jameson. Outstanding. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Well, for our first real talk question that I've got set up here, COVID's been a pretty big sack of shit. I think we can all agree. Yep. It's time for it to move on mm -hmm. and get out of here. But you know, outside <laughs> of this podcast... What's a positive that you will take away from your experience with COVID? Not that we've had COVID, but just the COVID experience as a whole. Hmm. Any positives that you can say, I, I took something away? Uh, I guess one positive would be just the sheer lack of any type of cold transmission, let alone COVID. But like, it seems like nobody's getting sick. Nobody that I know anyway, and I, certainly not me or Linda. So yeah. maybe the, the positive there is that uh, by wearing masks on places like, you know, the TTC, uh, it's probably not a bad thing to continue doing that, especially when flu season rolls around at whatever time this year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think the, the masking has been, has been pretty good in terms of just eliminating transmissions of just anything, not just COVID, like I said, but any mm -hmm. type of uh, coronavirus. So yeah, I, I say keep that going at least um, for the next little while, not forever, but I think there's going to be times certainly during the year where it's, it'll be smart <laughs> to pop one on um, and also 
for sure on the transit. The transit yeah. is already kind of a gross experience to be already. So yeah. protect yourself, wear a mask. I think that's a good one. You know, I hadn't even really considered that, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's like I have not had a cold since yeah. before COVID. So it's been a year and a half since I've had anything uh, tickle, uh, scratchy throat, really anything at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, since before COVID times. So that's mm -hmm. like the reduction is just there. I mean, now granted, we haven't been going out as much and all that stuff, but that's true. But you know what? That's a big thing when you're masking up is in some of those public places, not all public places, but like you said, transit and a few other spots would be good for at least a while. Yeah. And I, and I think elevators, <clears throat> just places where there's not really a lot of airflow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think we're all used to kind of carrying one anyway. I mean, Linda and I were talking, I think that there's going to be times where we're just going to bring one with us, even when this is finished, depending on the situation. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good. That's a good one. So that's a positive. What about that's you? A What's a positive on your end? I was thinking, and for me, it was more personal. It was, you know, just this change in routine. Like I don't have, you know, I get, you get so used to, um, you know, going to work and on weekends you go out and on this, you do this and this. I, I'm sort of more comfortable not going out as often. I'm not going out as much. You may not agree with it. You're more uh, of an extrovert than I am, uh -huh. but I still got into the habit of it. So, so for me, it's like, I'm okay with me time or, you know, Aldo and my time. Like we just had, we had a good, you know, we've had a good kind of 18 months of kind of sometimes, you know, you're in the house uh, all the time because there was nowhere to go. And mm -hmm. we were just fine with that. Like not, you know, not being shut-ins, but you know what I mean? It was, it didn't have to go out every Saturday night for dinner or go do this or go do that. So it was interesting to have that experience. And so as things start to open up, I find myself not excited to go rushing out to clubs or, you know, bars or that kind of stuff so much as huh. I thought I might be when it was ending. Right. I can see that you have a counterpoint to that. Uh, well, I, I am very excited about going yes. out. And uh, <laughs> Linda and I have, uh, in fact, we have, we're going out for dinner on King West tomorrow night. We made a res. Uh, so, yeah, we've been excited to get back out to life. I went to a TFC match. I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show last week, but uh, I did go to a TFC match for the first time in 16 or so months. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing being back. It was so much fun. Um, I'm going to be going to a Jays game on September 1st. So I'm ready. I'm ready to rejoin society, Jay. One other positive I should mention too is that uh, we've saved a lot of money by not going out. Mm -hmm, like, that's for sure. Right? I mean, that's the thing. I think, it, and most people are in this situation unless you were, um, you know, affected job wise, which is yeah. unfortunate. And, you know, many people, I suppose, were in that situation. But uh, if you weren't, uh, it was certainly an opportunity to save. We weren't going to the food court every day for lunch. Like Linda and I, we're not doing that. You're not spending money on transit. Um, so, that's a positive as well. A little more, a little more cash in the in the jeans. Yeah. Now, do you think most people are going to end up spending all that money? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Really? I it's can't wait up? to spend. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. Didn't uh, go right into the RRSPs. Uh, some of it did, sure, but uh, yeah. you know, maybe you know, open the books now. Let's let's just go through okay. your books line let's by go line. Ahead. We should go right. through that. I think that <laughs> I wanted to cover that a little later in the show, so I think we just now's a good time to. Bust open the Excel spreadsheets and and let's look at the savings over the last. I don't know. We'll just narrow it to ten years. Let's do it for ten years. This oh, for ten our, years. Okay. It's our no surprise problem. accounting episode. I didn't want to tell you, and, and so exciting. 
<laughs> oh boy. Uh, well, I will share one thing since we're on the subject of, uh, of spending money. Linda and I did book a trip to Seattle uh, for December the 17th, the weekend, because that's the Leafs first ever trip to Seattle to take on the newest hockey team known as the Kraken. And I'm sure you're familiar with them or you've heard about this somewhere. I did hear about oh, the you, naming. Oh, you did? I heard the naming, the crack. Okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. Your face was like, I, I don't know. What are you talking about? I forgot that they uh, that, yeah. that happened. But I remember the name now, the Kraken, release the Kraken, or, you know, exactly. from the Clash of the Titans. Exactly. And there's also yeah. a rum called the Kraken that has that yes, same I giant had that. squid. It's a good rum. There you go. <laughs> heavy rum. I hope that they serve that at the Climate Pledge Arena, which is where the Kraken will be playing in Seattle. I, I'll let you know. The, the that'll be the arena? first thing I... The Climate Pledge Arena. Because they made a pledge to help the climate? I guess. Is that a company? Is that... That's just the naming. Uh, I think it was Jeff Bezos is behind the naming of it. I think Amazon is in somehow either involved in the ownership uh -huh. of the club or the ownership of what was what, what used to be called the Key Arena. And then it was refurbed into... They kept the roof. The roof was kind of an iconic thing. So they kept the roof from the old facility, but mm -hmm. they built everything else out around it. Okay. So now it's called the Climate Pledge Arena. Anyway, Linda and I will be there for the Leafs' very first trip to Seattle. And uh, we just did that, booked everything uh, day before yesterday. So well, super congratulations. Excited. And hopefully... Yeah. And five months from now, we should be good, right? Oh, yeah, it's going to should be good. Should be good. Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> we it's did good. purchase cancellation insurance, though, just in case. Also smart, but very yeah. good, yeah. And I would, I hope that, you know, a, a portion of your ticket price will go towards some kind of climate pledge because that would yeah. be nice. It would be nice if the arena who is named climate pledge is more than in name only does something. Maybe we should look that up as a follow-up. Yeah, that, that is a good idea. I, and I, Linda and I were wondering this too, like, does that mean that they're not going to be having any plastic cups uh, mm -hmm. serving beverages? I mean, that's the thing. These sporting events create a lot of waste. So I think it is going to pour the beer into your hands and you're supposed to cup it, you know, and just <laughs> drink it out of that. Is that, is that how we're saving the just planet? A, I don't know. A river of beer will just flow through the stadium. <laughs> you just walk up on your hands and knees and you take oh, what that's... you want. Oh. <laughs> on your hands Gross. and knees. Eh? Perfect. <laughs> Scoop it out. And then the next guy gets what you don't get. <laughs> this is good. I like this. This is sounding like a couple yeah. of the trips to the Brunswick house. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know. exactly. And Some... like, Memories. The French fries, you, you pick them fresh right out of the French fry fields. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that happens, right? That's how those are made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For Thanks. sure. <laughs> it's a vegetable after all. All right. Let's get to some questions that uh, we it. didn't get to get to uh, last time uh, from executive producer Linda mm -hmm. LeBron. So what are two things, Jay, that you are most grateful for? Oh, wow. That's a, these are big questions. Two things I'm most grateful for. Yeah. Um, and I suspect I, there's going to be some overlap in our answers, but I'm going to just remain quiet while you okay. ponder this one. Cause this is not just uh, who's your favorite star Wars character. This no. is going to take a little more. There's a lot of know, real talk. soul searching. Yeah. I'm grateful. Number one, I'm grateful for Aldo in my life. Executive producer, Aldo Roma. We've been together 17 years now and it's been amazing. And we are doing this house adventure together. And so all of that is very exciting. I, you know, he just makes me, me, he makes me us. That's what's good. I can't <laughs> explain awesome. these things much better. Uh, so that's one. And then the other thing that I'm grateful for is uh, I'm grateful that I've had the opportunity to uh, explore different careers as I've gotten older i've gone from marketing into acting and kind of back again so i'm grateful that i've had the 
uh, you know, good fortune to be able to have some flexibility in my um, schedules and in the things that I'm interested in that mm-hmm. allow me to do that. So is that a good one? That's one. It's yeah, one. that's great. That's yeah. my other one. Cool. How about yourself? Uh, it would, well, we have overlap with, with number one. I would say Linda is my, the most, the number one thing I'm grateful for is having her mm-hmm. thousand percent. We have a blast together. We're coming up on 15 years of marriage uh, in January. Um, so that's absolutely hands down. Number one, number two, I think would be health. I've not had any major health setbacks. If anything, I'm in better shape today than I was when I was in my twenties. And, uh, you know, I'm happy about that. And I want to continue. I'm 44, but you know, that's, that's no reason to let yourself slide. I I got my whole life ahead of me. (laughs) That's right. That's good. Those are good (laughs) ones. Those are two good ones. I like that. Yeah. I I mean, I, I think that kicks us off. I think we should toast that with a cheers. I mean, it, it your timing it's... is impeccable. Your instincts are impeccable. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Shot number two. I am sticking with classic Jameson. And I'm sticking with the black bush. And cheers. Cheers that. Oh. This is another great one. What is the fastest way out of feeling bad? And maybe wow. we should say our answer at the same time, just for fun. The fastest right. way out of feeling bad, Jason. One, two, three. Smile. Jameson. Oh, okay. Okay. not the Damn. same. Oh, I thought that not I didn't same. know we were doing okay. a bit. Okay. <laughs> no, we're not doing a bit. I just thought, you know, maybe we'd sync up. The, we're trying something. Like I said, we're trying to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> by saying speak. things at the same time. One word at a time. We're going to exactly. be a little doctor know-it-all for the supervisors <laughs> in, the, in the crowd. Okay. So you said Jameson and I said smile. I was, I was joking. Smile is wonderful. That's a, that's a great thing. So what do you, you do? You do that in the mirror? You just do it in, in general? Yo, I heard, and it seems to work that you cannot mm-hmm. feel bad if you walk around with a big shit eating grin on your smile, like on your face. <laughs> you do this, you know, that looks there's a little no forced, way, though. <laughs> it's right, but there's no way you just can't feel bad. You're just smiling. You so bad. if you're having a down time, just yep. smile for a while, walk around with a big stupid grin on. Maybe you're by yourself. Maybe you're not, you know, on the streetcar, but if you are, if you're wearing a mask, that's okay too. And maybe you'll feel better. I think that's a quick way out of it. How about you? A, that is a quick way. Uh, maybe playing like a favorite song is another good way ah. to maybe get out of it. Yes. Um, or like getting some sunshine, uh, getting outside, that's just getting good. some sun on your face for 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. I would, um, I would maybe stay away from like REM. Everybody hurts. Yeah. <laughs> People tend to, that okay. might be the song you're, you're gravitating towards if you're in a bad mood, but you go opposite and play, you know, don't worry, be Was, happy. Or, or I was thinking, well, what's another uh, upbeat? How about uh, how about happy? Uh, like what's Orange Crush from uh, REM. You could pick another REM song. Not all of their oh. songs are crying in the pillow. I, I think Spotify is going to take you to to Everybody Hurts. Uh, you know, right <laughs> after that because it's their next big hit. So you got to watch the Spotify playlist. But I was thinking more. <laughs> what what's Pharrell? Don't worry, be happy. That's uh, Bobby McFerrin. Oh, Pharrell. Yes, classic. Um, Anything. What about a song that doesn't have the word happy in it, like, but, the, <laughs> yeah. but actually makes you happy? How about like, um, uh, for me, you know, Thunderstruck by ACDC. Anytime oh. I hear that song, how could you be in a, how could you possibly be in a bad mood? Right now, if my friend Sonia is listening to the podcast, and she will be, she's fist bumping you for saying that right now because she yeah. loves ACDC. I'm a huge fan. My, I wish I had seen them live. I missed the SARS show and I've, I guess they've been back since, but I've missed every opportunity to see them. I would love to see them though one day. Have you ever seen them? 
I've never seen them, but I've never been a huge, huge fan of them. I, really? I, oh, yeah. Okay. They're all right. I, I, I wasn't just, on I'm, I'm their sorry. band. <laughs> they're all right. They're, <laughs> they're just all right. It... Smile, Barry. Okay. I need you to yeah. smile right now. <laughs> Want to do one more? Uh, you know what? Let's do one more. Let's do think, one more. Uh, okay. This one is uh, maybe coming a few months early. And you'll know what I mean when I ask it. Okay. What do you like best about Christmas, Jay? It's a couple months early, but a couple months early, but but nonetheless, I, uh, thought provoking. Yeah, I saw a post that was actually said Christmas is only 149 days away or something like that. It was a couple <laughs> of days ago, so it's not that far off. Okay, you it's know, true. comparatively, in the yeah, scope yeah. of the universe, has been around billions of years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that, Christmas is, is like a blink. Twenty Christmases are like a blink. <laughs> okay, I like. I'm kind of getting tired of them now, but for the past couple of years, I've really liked the Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they just sort of would oh. be on. They're very calming to watch. Aldo turned me on to them, actually. Okay. They're, they're just like two camera set up and it's a very straightforward story. It's always, you know, the girl moves back from the big city to the, the small town. The boy is running the coffee shop in town and, mm-hmm. you know, she doesn't have time for romance because she's, busy and he <laughs> all he wants is romance because he's the only guy in this coffee shop he's the the guy in the coffee shop in town there's there's no other women in town so wow and the kids get together and it's christmas and there's usually a little something blocking the way there's an aunt or somebody who's not interested in them hooking up and oh. anyway so those are kind of good i'm a little sick of them now they've kind of overdone them it's become it's own formulaic yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like uh, the plot yeah. of every single one it is. Oh, it is the plot of every single one. Yeah. But they just um, interchange. It's that the guy that comes home and the gal is working at, she's working at the coffee shop and she doesn't have time for romance. Barry, I think you've just Maybe. reinvented the formula. Oh my God. I've never seen possible? one like that. Yeah. And instead of the aunt getting angry, it's like, you know, the grandfather. Whoa. World War II vet who's super angry and ho- dependent on painkillers <laughs> has a hair trigger <laughs> temper. I it's mean, whole, this could be something. This is something. This is a crossover okay. between the W Network and Spike TV. Yeah, and the UFC. I'm going to make a note here yeah. to submit this idea. That's new. We're flipping the script here, thinking yeah. outside the box. I like this. This is good. We've we got a <laughs> lot of time to get this one made, too. It's only July. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I'm going to stick with Christmas movies, even though, as I said, I'm starting to get a little tired of them. But they were yeah. they're nice to have on from December kind of... Onward. It makes me feel like Christmas early because they really start playing them. I mean, I don't know if they ever stop anymore, but kind of December 1st, you can watch them on yeah. on Slice or the Women's Network like 24 hours a day. Now, where are you with Christmas music, though? I like it. I've been listening to it less and less because I, yeah. I haven't been listening to as much music around the house. And so I'll put it on uh, when I'm around the house. But like I said, I haven't, like when I go out, I listen to music that you know, I just, I like, and so I'm not usually listening to Christmas music if I go out walking, but so it's on if I'm around the house, but I've been putting, like I said, music on less and less around the house. And why, can I ask why that is? I don't know why. I, oh, um, maybe because I'm usually editing a two shot Tuesday podcast. I hear <laughs> you're too busy. Oh no. I, yeah. I hear oh, you no. and I oh, we have conversations for you. It's once a week for me every day, Jason and Barry are having a conversation and we're just, we're whittling it down to 22 solid minutes it does sound a little yeah. tedious <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you're jason riley having to 
slog through that. Well, yeah. you know what? We appreciate it here at the show. And, of course. Uh, you know, speaking on behalf of myself and it's fun to producer do. Linda LeBron, we're but most it, appreciative of your it, efforts. It's fun to do. It's just it's cut into my Christmas music listening time. Okay. <laughs> How about oh, you? What's your what's your favorite part of Christmas? I think it's got to be what's since my sister had her kids. The my favorite part of the holidays is now going to my sister's place on Christmas Eve, and then we get to wake up with her boys and watch them up uh, open their presents on Christmas morning. It's actually it's a lot of fun, and it's actually made it sort of more fun for Linda and I just in general. You know, mm-hmm. to because the kids always go they go bananas it doesn't matter really what it is that they're opening they just love tearing the paper off and yeah just having a good old time so that's that's been that's probably been the number one thing for me that's really nice i remember when my sister's kids were really young we would do that it is great and now do yeah. you do you go out of your way to get them like like loud presents or flashy li- presents uh a bit of i would say yes to a little bit of column a and column yeah, B. yeah uh not so much the loud presence now when they were really young i think linda and i were a little bit more i i like was a sort drum of set you get them like a little kitty drum set or a little electric guitar kind of right haven't done that yet but that's that. a good that's a good idea for this year maybe yeah stuff to kind of keep the parents up lately we've been on the stuffed animal kick though because they're still mm. young enough to enjoy them and my sister used to have a, a very large stuffed animal collection. So I know that she's going to end up just keeping them for herself yes. <laughs> down the road. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's cool. Been what we, yeah. That's a nice Christmas. It is a nice Christmas. Yeah. And they, they are amazing hosts and, uh, you know, always make a great meal and all that kind of stuff as well. So, well, that's always nice. all part of it. All right. Well, I've learned a lot about you on tonight's show. Have you? Well, this is good. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, one or two nuggets. That a you couple didn't know nuggets. Before, That's right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We line up on certain things and there are some things where we just don't. Uh, but those, those are rare. <laughs> those are rare. <laughs> Often we have overlap. Yes. Well, I mean, I think that was one hell of a show. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think we're done here, Jay. I, we've uncovered a lot there. We peeled back a lot of layers on this onion. Uh, uh-huh. From COVID to Christmas, we made it. Wow. That's quite a journey. Yeah. And we'd like to thank our listeners for uh, slogging through it with us. And uh, hopefully you're still listening. And uh, we look yes. forward to being with you again next week. If you want to reach out, of course, you know our text line by now, 647-486-4848. You can hit us up on Instagram and uh, Twitter as well as Facebook. But as I mentioned, that is our primary home. And uh, looking forward to being with you again next week. Jay, I'll see you shortly. This is I, fun. Yeah, I'll I'm see you in, a, in the Uber. Half an hour. The Uber. All, All right. right, man. See ya. Take care. I'm not going to